Hello and welcome to our first official episode of Tuscan Radio. That's right, we have a new name. Uh, that's the biggest news for this week. Uh, I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. Uh I think I might have said that Owen was going to be on the show, but uh, he's not feeling too good. Uh, he's fine. He just has a bit of a sore throat and can't make it to the show today. Also, we were having some technical problems, so uh, we could not do the live podcast on YouTube. So, yeah, that's unfortunate because I've been I've really really been enjoying those. But today, one British there for a second. Uh, today we're talking about all the Star Wars news from this week, and um, the Mandalorian season two, episode two, chapter ten, the passenger. Um, yeah, let's just get right, right, right into it. So the biggest piece of news this week, I think for us at least is, uh, we've changed our title from the Mandalorian podcast to Tuscan radio. Cause really when it just comes down to it, this is, a, this is about all star Wars. Uh, I, I've had this title in my head for a while and I just decided, you know, let's just, I was going to do it, like, the first of the year, but then I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it now. And um, I was right to do that. We've gotten a ton of more listeners. That's great. That's really, really good. Um, So, yeah, that's what, that's what our title is now. I'm not going to go back and edit out other things from podcasts, change it from the Mandalorian podcast to Tuscan Radio. It's fine. Um, But, yeah, so that's just the news. Um. And uh, I think, so, new Star Wars this week. Uh, on, on Wednesday, November 4th, we had the release of Marvel's Star Wars number 8. I did not have, I unfortunately did not have a chance to go out and uh, get the comic, but I think that's something I'm doing now. Like, I, each one's, like, whenever there, there's a new comic, I'll go out, I'll get the comic. I'll just start re- reading from where we are now. I don't have to go. I'm not going to go and get the back order stuff. I'll I'll read that when it gets to Marvel un, Unlimited, but I think I'm going to do that because I, I think it'll be fun just to, we can just do a quick, like, co- comics to di- discussion, um, like, before each episode of Mandalorian or something. Or maybe, I've been, I've been thinking about splitting the podcast into, like, different news chunks. Um, like, doing, doing two p- podcasts a week, we do a news show, and then... We also do like a Mandalorian episode. I don't know. I, I'm I don't think we'll start that for this season, but um, I think we might start that ne- next year, probably maybe with like the the start of the Bad Batch. We'll do that. I think that could be very interesting to do. Um, so that came out November fourth, Star Wars number eight, and uh, today November sixth, we had the, the release of the Mandalorian season two, episode two, chapter ten, the pri- the passenger on Disney Plus, not the prisoner. That was la- last season. Uh. So, yes, that was, that's the big news for this week. Um, here's the everything else for Star Wars in November 2020. Um, so f- for the rest of the year, we have three more episodes of television, three more comic issues, a video game, a book, and a Lego thing, which, you're, which we're going to be talking about la- later on in the show. So here are all the updates to canon coming this year. I'm not including, like... Um, like, trade paperbacks, for those of you who don't know, a trade paperback for a comic is when, like, they finish, like, an arc, like, if they, like, if they finish Darth Vader numbers, like, 6 through 10, and that tells one story, they'll put that out in, like, Vader Volume 2, 
I'm not going to talk about that since that's not an addition to the canon. And I'm also not going to be talking about, like, I think there's, like, a Mandalorian po- poster book that comes out this this month. I'm not talking about that either. So, uh, the next release we have is this Tuesday, November 10th. From a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back. I, I may honestly get this. I did not read the first From a Certain Point of View book. This is to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Um... And I've heard nothing but great things about uh, the original from a certain point point of view. Basically, if you guys don't know, the from a certain point of view book, there's two of them now. There's one for New Hope and one for Empire Strikes Back. It seems like like they're gonna be releasing these on like the thirtieth on like the fortieth anniversary of each film. So like when each Star Wars film turns forty, they're gonna be putting out like one of these like from a certain point of view books. So. And basically what it is, is it tells the story of the film from someone, from like a side character. Like there were some, um, I think in the first book we got like a chapter two from the point of view of R5. The the red droid, remember from New Hope when Luke goes, come on red, let's go. And then uh, Bert, and then he busts his, his motivator. Um, yeah, so just stories like that. And that comes out November 10th. I might pick it up. I might, I might pick it up. That'd be, that'd be fun to get. I, I, then I do a review for it. Um, also, November 11th, we have Marvel's Darth Vader number 7. N- November 13th, my birthday, we have The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 3, Chapter 11. Uh, no- November 17th, we have the, the release of the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special on Disney+, Plus, which I, I, think I'm gonna do, I think I've got a Vaughn. I think we're going to be doing a... Uh, we're gonna do a po- like a half hour long podcast that night. I think it's gonna be fun. We're just gonna like, it's not canon, but let's be honest. This is Star Wars ten. This is Star Wars episode ten because it takes place after the rise of Skywalker. So we're just gonna do like a podcast about it. This is it's fun. Just a fun Star Wars Christmas thing on Disney Plus. Uh, n- November eighteenth, B- Bounty Hunters number seven. November 19th, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, the new game coming to uh, Oculus Quest. It's a VR game. I don't have that, so I will not be be reviewing it at the time being. If I ever do get a VR headset, I will be reviewing it. Uh, November 20th, we have The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 4, Chapter 12 on Disney+. November 25th is Marvel's Dr. Aphra, Number 6. And then the final release of this month that we know of so far, which probably will be the last thing we get this month, is Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 5, Chapter 13, which is an important episode because possible spoilers, I think. Uh, that is the episode that is rumored to introduce Ahsoka Tano to the series, since that's the episode that's being directed by Dave Filoni. So yeah, we've got some reveals for Week 2, Mando Monday. So... If I can just pull this up on my news feed. Mando Monday is week two. Oh, it's week three. Sorry. It's week three of Mando Monday. Um, what do we get? What do we get? Alright. Hang on. Oh my god. This is annoying. Um, week one, week two, we got, uh, we got some vintage collection stuff, we got a Nerf Blaster for Din Djarin, 
a new Baby Yoda plush, and uh, a Funko Bantha and Baby Yoda pop figure. So that's really all we got. Um, and we got a character po- poster for Cobb Vanth, like an official character poster, which to me, it tells me, and I think it tells a lot of Star Wars fans, that we will will be seeing Cobb Vanth again this season. Um, another funny thing that happened this week over on Saturday Night Live, um, Baby Yoda made a second appearance. Um, it's a little inappropriate. I mean, it's not too inappropriate. I mean, it's it's SNL Weekend Update. Uh, this is the second time they did it. I w- I will make a playlist of both videos, and then you go. You guys can find that over on our our YouTube channel. Uh, called Tuscan Radio. I'll just, I'll just make make a link to that, and then um, you guys can find it. So yeah, uh, those are always funny. Or if you don't want to do that, just search search up on YouTube. Um. Ba- Baby Yoda SNL. They're, watch the first one from like 10 months ago and then watch the one from this past week. It, it, it is really funny. They, they, they always do a good job with that. Um, I am just leaving these for my news talk after we talk about them just because it's easier. Okay. Um, uh, so apparently the Andor series is filming. We don't have official confirmation on that, but it could be. Uh, just this morning, just this morning, Deadline reported that, uh, we're getting a Boba Fett miniseries on Disney Plus. And not just that, it's filming next week. So, that's insane. Um... Yeah, uh, Deadline is always really, really accurate with this kind of stuff, so that, like, I love, like, we're, we're, we're getting this Kenobi series, I think, early in 2022, which is going to be, like, I think the plan with that is, like, because there, there was a, there was a Kenobi film in development, they're, I think they're just, they're just, like, stretching that out to fill up six episodes, um, I, I, I think it's very possible they're doing the same with this Bo- Boba Fett series. They're just taking what they had for a film and then making it into a six episode series, which I love that. That's just more Star Wars to talk about. Um, yeah, so if that is officially announced, we will for sure talk about it. Um, here we go. Uh, Felicity Jones has uh she was speaking about the Cassian Andor series for Disney Plus. All right, here we go. Uh she feels there's unfinished business for Jin Erso despite the rebels apparent death at the end of Rogue One a Star Wars story. Spoilers for that movie which has been out for 4 years and I'm sorry, but in in my opinion Rogue One is the best of the Star Wars films. If you've not seen Rogue One, I don't know what you're doing with yourself. That's the, I let's be honest. Rogue One is the best thing that Disney's done with Star Wars. Um. Yeah. So Rogue One is my f- favorite Star Wars film. Let's go back and listen to the episode that Nick and I did back in like January. We just ranked all eleven movies, and then we we both have Rogue, Rogue One as our favorite. Um, I would definitely like to see. 
Jin again. However, I think the problem with that is we've covered her entire life in canon. Starting in the Catalyst book, when she's a, when, when she's a baby. Then there is the then there we have the, the Rebel Rising book, which takes us from from the prologue of Rogue One. If you guys remember that, from uh, where Krennic picks up uh, Galen and kills Lyra, and that book takes us to like it's like right before the start of the movie. So there truly is I don't. I really don't feel like there's anywhere else they could fit Jin into a story. I mean, there, there, there absolutely is, but just I don't think there's anything like to justify a film or a spinoff series. Like, and I really don't think I want to see a full-on like adaptation. You know, like we got we got a bit of that in last week's episode of Mandalorian with uh, Cobb Vanth. Like they they adapted a bit of uh, his stuff from the aftermath books, but. I, I don't want to see, like, I I don't want to see, like, a Thrawn series on Disney+. Plus. It's just, like, an adaptation of the book, you know? Like, I'm fine. Like, they, they did it with the comics. Like, there was, like, a Thrawn comic miniseries where it's just an adaptation. That's fine. I just don't really want them to, like, I don't know. I, I, I guess do that on screen, you know, like, literature is, that's its own thing, that's its own thing, like, it's kind of like the Marvel Netflix shows, where, yeah, they're canon, but they don't have a huge effect on anything, but it's just extra, it's just extra Star Wars, and I, I love to the books and comics, it's just, they're not really, like, like, if, if a movie or show tells a better story, then I'll accept that as canon, I think a lot of people will also, um, yeah, so what do we have next to talk about? Um, let's look. Um, Jumboyega uh, has detailed a meeting with Disney fo- fo- following his, his interview. You guys remember that interview where he basically hated on the uh, sequel trilogy films for, not, for uh, the characterization of Finn? And he says... In, in an interview with, with the Hollywood Reporter, it, it was a very honest, a very transparent conversation. There was a, a lot of explaining on their end in terms of the way they saw things. They gave me a chance also to explain what my experience was like. I, I'd i hope that me being so open with my career at this stage would help the next man, the next guy that wants to be the, the assistant DOP, the guy that wants to be a producer. I hope that the conversation is not is is not such a taboo or elephant in the room now, because someone just came and said it. I really love that. Like I really love. Like of, of course, officially, like Disney would never come out and say this, but like I really love that. Like did Disney can see the mistakes that were made with the sequels, and they can improve on that. And and I really think they have. I I, I really think that that, that 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 Disney's learned from the Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and the Rise of Skywalker. That this isn't Marvel. I think it's very obvious they were they were trying to recreate their success with Marvel. And Star Wars isn't Marvel. Yeah, there's a ton of room to play around in this universe, but I I don't think as. May I I've I've said the complete opposite before on the podcast with uh, the old republic and stuff like if I think the old republic is a great chance 
to expand and play with the idea of being more like Marvel. Where, you know, you got the movies, but then you also got the shows and books and comics, and they all build up to, like, Thanos. Can't do that with the sequels, I don't think. And and, and I think also what Kathleen Kennedy was trying to do is she was trying to be, like, Kevin Feige. And if you look at, like, Marvel stuff, like, of course, big mo- movies like Infinity War and Endgame, like, those had the same director. But, like, all three Thor films had a different director, you know? And... The th- I don't consider any of the Marvel stuff to be a trilogy, really. I, I don't consider any- anything Mar- Marvel to be a trilogy. Like I don't consider, like... I feel like Captain America is the best example of a trilogy of what, like, something like Star Wars would be. But, you know, Thor, like... All three films tell very different stories. And I, I just don't... Kathleen Kennedy was just like, we're going to be like Marvel, we're going to... Three movies, three directors. But then, what Feige does is he's he's like, okay, you gotta reference these things. You have to set up these things. This is is what you have to do, or else you can't work here. You gotta do these things. And then they do it. And and they do it. And it, it works so well. But Kathleen Kennedy hasn't done that. All three of these films in the sequel trilogy had... A completely different creative team. And I know the Rise of Skywalker has been out for almost a year. It's. Yeah. Alright. Let's, let's move on. I, I'm getting mad now. I'm getting mad now. We've. we've that was. We were talking about Jumboyga. Um. Alright. Let's move on to some good news. For me at least. I know there are some pe- people that don't like this movie. But. Um. Director Ron Howard. Was on the Barstool Sports or Barstool Sports movie podcast uh, this week called Lights Camera Barstool. Which I, I listened to a couple episodes of about a year ago. It's a good podcast. I, I'm probably gonna, gonna listen to this episode. Um, they had Ron Howard on, and he of course is the director of Solo: A Star Wars Story, the Star Wars film from, from 2018, the infamous one that uh, did not make money. <laughs> um, and funnily enough, I think. Solo is like the most expensive Star Wars movie. Um, yeah, I mean the movie made its money back. It just this is what happens like when you open three weeks after Avengers three and a week after Deadpool two. Like summer twenty eighteen was packed. Like yeah, Black Panther like moving the summer releases up to like February, and then like you got Infinity War. You got Deadpool, which is hysterical. It's a great movie. And then you got this little movie in there called Star Wars. And it really, Star Wars that summer was just, like, insanely small. Like, I don't, like that ton of bad press happened behind the scenes. For what Solo is, I enjoy it. I, I enjoy Solo a Star Wars story. I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I have a lot of fun whenever I watch that movie. I think, I know there are some people that don't, that didn't watch Solo, and to those people I would say, just again, to compare it to Marvel, you're, you're not go, go, going to Ant-Man expecting Avengers. Yeah, sure, Falcon is in Ant-Man, there are, uh, there's an Avenger here or there, but it's not an Avengers-level movie. 
can't act like it's all going to be some huge story. Like, if my advice for people who haven't watched Rogue One or Solo, because they're spinoffs, I don't think there are that many people that haven't seen Rogue One, because Rogue One is a masterpiece. There's, n- I, I true, yeah, there's some characterization, I think, that, that's handled much be- be- better in the books, but, um, still, I love Rogue One. You guys know from this podcast, especially that I, I, I love Rogue One. Think of these two spinoff films as like The Mandalorian, okay? That's truly what it is. That's truly what they are. It's a little side quest, okay? That's what they are. They're really good at that. They're, they're really, really good at that. So, yeah. All right, let's move on. Anyway, uh, Ron Howard says uh, he was asked about a sequel to Solo because there has been a ton of fan support for the hashtag, uh, hashtag make Soul 2 up, in which I'm a proud supporter of. I have a t-shirt of it. It's awesome. I love it. Um, he says, no r- rumblings, though, and this is not a spoiler or anything, but I think there is interest in those characters. I think there's interest in in the gangster world somewhere down the line, but I can assure you there is nothing being developed right now for movie or Disney+. Plus. But one great thing is that there has been a lot of affection shown for Solo, and so of course, that keeps boating well for them to eventually turn it around. Yay! (laughs) Um, yeah, that's... I am very excited about that. I, I really don't think they're going to do another character movie in theaters. I really don't think we'll ever see like a Mace Windu film in, in a movie theater. I think it's possible we could see it as like a Disney Plus show. Maybe if we ever get to that point, we may, may, maybe a film on Disney Plus. I, I don't think that we're going to see and. Uh, any more of these character films in in a theater. Not just because I think theaters are going out of business anyway, because COVID, but I, I really just don't think we're going to... It's just not worth it to them. Like, they have Disney Plus where they can tell these smaller stories. I think that's where it's going to thrive, you know? I, I, I The Mandalorian's doing so well. I, I, like, casting Andor, that's great for television. It's great for TV. Same with Kenobi. I, I think a gangster show. Like, we had... There are, f- like, I think 50 or 100 scripts just sitting for Star Wars Underworld. Just sitting in, like, the Disney vault. Just change some references in those. Just change references. It's not that hard. You know? Just change a bit of references. You can get... Just take out a reference to Darth Bane, just here or there, if there if there is any, if there are any. Just make it fit within the new canon. That that show would work. That show would work. Saw so the first like ten minutes of it this past year. I I really liked it. I I really liked it. Just because I like those like these smaller stories. All right. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about something fun now. Let's talk about some Lego Star Wars. Who, who doesn't love, love Lego Star Wars? So we got a trailer and a poster this week for 
Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which is, well, it's Lego Star Wars. Like you, you got what 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 you pay for. So here's just the uh, trailer for that. <laughs> you want to shoot first? That's something I've, I've I've always enjoyed about Lego Star Wars is that it's it's just been it's always just made fun of itself, and I love that. We saw ba ba Baby Yoda in there with Mandalorian. Uh, I thought that was awesome. So you guys can find that trailer. Just just go 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 on YouTube and search and search up uh. Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. I'm sure you'll find it. That's streaming November 17th on Disney+. Plus. So, if you guys don't know about Lego Star Wars, um, so I think, so oh, a lot of people ask, where does it fall? Is it canon? Is it Legends? It's definitely not Legends. Uh, in terms of canon, I'd say it's canon adjacent. It definitely takes place, I, I, I'd compare it to a, a to a, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the sense that it's definitely set in the world where the movies happened. Doesn't necessarily mean that it takes place in the world of the movies, if that, if that makes sense. Like, it... It... I... Alright. I mean, on... Right, okay, so there's, like... We saw in that trailer that, like, Ray like, goes through, like, a Doctor Strange-looking portal... And then she ends up, like, in Luke's cockpit when he's about to blow up the Death Star. We know that didn't happen. I, I have a feeling that, like, there are elements of it that are canon. Where, yeah, they probably did celebrate Life Day. Um, after the events, after the Battle of Exegol. There's no way that Poe Dameron was, was wearing a BB-8 Christmas, Christmas sweater. Uh, 
in terms of we know that's canon or partly canon, like Lego Star Wars: The Free Maker Adventures, streaming on Disney Plus. It's not. It's not a bad show. I watched it when I was like eight, nine years old. And it was Aaron. When, when was that airing? I think it, it was a couple years. I think it was like three, three, four years ago. Um, but it anyway. It's like in that show. There's like it's set. I think between the events of episodes five and six, and we get to like we get to know this family, the Freemakers, and then there's like a kid that's a Jedi, and they join the Rebel Alliance, and they actually get get a shout out in, in Star Wars Squadrons. So, I don't know if, but it's like we know that the Freemakers existed, but there's no way the kid was a Jedi. There's no way that happened because of of what we hear in in Return Jedi. Luke, when I'm gone, the, the last of of the uh, of the Jedi will you be? You you'll be the last Jedi, Luke. Dang, I'm gonna get mad at the sequels again for undermining Yoda. All right. Let's not talk about that anymore. Um, if you want to watch the Lego Star Wars stuff, you can watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's, that looks so much fun. I, I love Lego Star Wars so much. It's, oh my god, they're, they're just fun. They're just fun. They make fun of themselves, and that's, that's why they're great. Um, so watch it, watch it. If you don't watch it, you're, you're probably not missing out on much. Um, it's just a fun Star Wars Christmas story. That's the closest we are getting to Star Wars Episode Ten for a long time. All right. Um, it's all the new. Uh, not really all the news. So there was a game. Oh, this is real short. So there was a game kind kind of announced this week for Star Wars. Um, on the EA the EA website, like 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 a job listing, like looking for for people to help work on this new Star Wars IP. And, mo- and and EA mo- mode of the company that's worked on all four of the new c- console games has come out and said that's not true. So, yeah, it doesn't seem like we're getting much from Star Wars gaming in the near future, whether that's a Fallen Order 2 or a Battlefront 3. Um, or, I don't know, maybe we could see some more, uh, like, Squadrons stuff. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I think that would be fun. Alright, well, moving on now, we're going to get into some spoilers. Spoilers, everybody, for this episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, before we before you go, before you go, we got um, got some five-star reviews to read. Just one to five-star review. Uh, we got a ton of new listeners this week. That's so exciting, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, so if you want to be a person... Who has their five star review right on the show? Just leave five star review. Um, so five stars from A X Lintz. Uh, five five star review. It, it reads, "Won't watch Mando without it. Pumped to have this cast as as my companion to this next season of The Mandalorian. So have happy to have found this. And thank you, uh, A X Lintz. I don't think that's a real name, but uh, if it is, I completely messed it up. So, yeah, um, yeah, we're ha- happy you found the podcast because we have fun doing the show each week. And I, I think I have a lot of fun. So, yeah, all right, let's. So, if if you want your five star review to be read right on the show, just go on on iTunes and leave a five star review, or go 
on, um, or if you do not live in the United States, just take a screenshot of it, because uh, I don't think it shows up if you're not in the U.S., like, because I'm based in the U.S., so if you haven't, so if you're not there, I'm not going to see it. Um, yeah, so just take, so, so take a picture of it and DM it to me on Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network, or you can email it to me, uh, mandalorianpodcast at gmail.com. We are working on fixing that email. Um, yeah, so. All right, let's, uh, let's talk about Mandalorian now. So full spoilers for The Mandalorian, Chapter 10, The Passenger. So spoilers in three, two, one. We get... Aragog from Lord of the Rings. Not Lord of the Rings, from Harry Potter. Except it's not Harry Potter. And Baby Yoda's a cannibal. Um. Yeah. There really there really aren't any spoilers this episode. I mean, I've tried to think. There's nothing to spoil. There's nothing to spoil this episode of The Mandalorian. Um. I, I, I'm really, really trying to think. I've seen the episode twice so far. Probably gonna watch it a third time tonight. I don't. The first time I watched it, I'm like, this show's got this episode got some good moments, but for the most part, I don't really like it. Um, I watched it the second time, and I enjoyed it much more. I I enjoyed it much much more the second time, uh, because I had it in my head, got to sit down again. Because the first time whenever I see new Star Wars stuff, I always get scared. I don't know. I just I always get scared that something's gonna happen. Like. If like if I'm if I'm watching a movie like the theater like the projector is gonna turn off or whatever like some bad thing in theater or even if it's or I remember even if it was like a new a new episode of Resistance I still get nervous like oh my god like what if like the power goes out in the middle of the episode and then I have to pay for it because that was the only time I was able to watch Resistance because um don't want to watch it on demand no because then I have to start the whole thing over and they don't want they don't want to pay money anyway um yeah so. I always get nervous before I see new Star Wars, and I kind of had it in my head, like, I don't know, I just feel like I'm too positive about everything on the podcast, and I was like, this stuff is great, you know? It's really awesome. I don't know, I was, I was just trying to look at things from more cr- critical view recently, or, yeah, critical view. Not that I didn't, not that I don't, that's not that I'm going to hate on everything, but like, I can't just just love everything because it's Star Wars, and I know there are a lot of people who just come here for like. Because I I'm a person that like even like during like the Ahsoka arc in the final season of Clone Wars, I'm I'm, I'm even like, yeah, you know, it's telling a good story, you know, it's, it's not great or anything. It's not terrible either, but you know, you know, um, so yeah. I'll I'll get into into rating the episode at the end. I I, I think we're, I think it's something I'm doing. I think like after each episode of any new show or movie, it's gonna give give it a rating because I think that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. Um, just to rate all this new stuff. Um, so so the episode starts when we're back on Tatooine, right where the marshal left off. Din Djarin and the baby and Baby Yoda are racing back to the Razor Crest and Pelimoto, and we see some bounty hunters. We see some bounty hunters, and I really, really enjoy like seeing us get back to the bounty hunter. Um, that whole arc this season, because that's where we, we left off back in season one, with Din with Dinjarin taking ba- Baby Yoda and going on the run. And I really, really like that we're getting back to that now. I, I'm really enjoying it. 
Um, I noticed something that, like, the first two episodes of this season, the beginning, have really mirrored the beginning of each episode of the first episodes of last season. So, if, so, chap, so, so the beginning of chapter nine mirrored the beginning of chapter one. The, the beginning of chapter 10 mirrored the beginning of chapter two. In a sense that, like, chapters one and nine start off with uh, Din Djarin just, like, beating some guys up in a bar. Because they want the Beskar armor. Uh, both chapters 2 and 10, Mando beats up some bounty hunters in the desert who want to take Baby Yoda. So, I don't... I, I really hope they don't go too far with it this season. I, I hope it was a... I really hope it was a coincidence. And it wasn't, like... I, I, I hope it was a coincidence. It wasn't, I hope that was a coincidence. We don't have to, like, do that for each episode. Because I, I just think that get, gets old after a bit. Um, that scene... That's, this music when he's, like, walking through the desert. We just get the guitar, the solo guitar, like, playing the Mandalorian theme. I love that. We still don't have a soundtrack release. We still don't have a soundtrack release. I think we're getting a soundtrack for the, for the whole season sometime this month. I almost wonder if they're going to do what they did with Clone Wars. And they're going to, like, break it up into, like episode groups of, like, uh, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episodes 1 through 4, official soundtrack, and then, like, on December 18th for the season finale, they're, they're gonna do, like, um, The Mandalorian Season 2, Episodes, um, 5 through 8. I don't know. Um, I just, I just want to score, because I, I re- there's two pieces of music in both these episodes that I really love, and I want to be able to, like, put it on my playlist on Spotify, my stars playlist. Um... Got to see Do- Dr. Mandible again. And I thought he he was from A New Hope. Uh, if those, I, th- I think we definitely saw guys like that in the cantina in New Hope. But apparently this is a new character that that we only met in like one brief mo- m- m- moment back in season one. So, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. Um, And Peli Moto is playing some, uh, he's playing some Bach. She's she's playing Savak with uh, Doctor Mandible, and she's uh and she get a little callback to Rebels right here, in Solo, where she says "idiots array," which is a term for winning a game of Savak. I think I'm not entirely sure, but I think it is. Um, I think we got some Rodian racism in this episode. Uh, when. When, uh, the, what is it, like, Treadwell droid? Yeah, like, the Treadwell droid is roasting the, uh, crate dragon meat with Baby Yoda. And they're using the pod racer engine. And then, he's, and then, like, she goes, don't, don't overcook that. I'm not a Rodian. I'm like, that's hurtful. Um, gotta see a gonk droid in this episode. I've really enjoyed that. I really, I've really liked seeing the gonk droid. It's a meme. Um. Then uh, frog la- lady walks in with her eggs, and don't get mad at me. That's li- that's her actual name in the credits is frog lady. So we don't ha- have a name for her yet. I think we'll get a name for her next week. I think we're we're we're, we're going to get a name for her in chapter eleven. 
Uh, I noticed that during that scene, like, Pelly Moto was doing just a ton of exposition. Just, I felt with both episodes now. Like, she's just, like, there to tell Mando things. I don't know. She's, like, she's there to, like, say things. So, um, yeah. Um, so they get on the ship. They can't tra travel through it through light speed because it's gonna harm the eggs. Um, and then Baby Yoda is eating the eggs. So from now on, uh, at least on this podcast, this this episode, we are changing his name for, from Baby Yoda to Baba Yaga. That's his new name on this episode. We're not calling him the baby. His name is Baba Yaga. So ba ba Baba Yaga is, is is eating the children, and then we get to see like the X wings again. Get to see Dave Filoni come back, and uh, who's the other guy? We got again. We got to see a new guy. Um. Just fun. I I really would get to see like Dave Filoni in, in each season, just for like a line or two, because he hates being on screen for things. Like he doesn't like being filmed. So yeah, he um, I just like each each season we get a little Dave Filoni cameo, and I really I really like that. I, f I thought this episode was like 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 a sequel to the Prisoner episode from last season, chapter six. Um, yeah. So that's what, how I felt about this episode. Like, just a lot of callbacks to that episode were here. Um, and and right as the X Wings are about to fly away, he goes. Uh, Din Djarin goes. May the Force be be with you. And I thought he didn't know about the Force. I almost wonder if it's like. I almost wonder if it's just like a thing. Like I don't know. I'm I'm Catholic, but like again, I I, I went to Catholic school, so I don't know a ton of non-Catholic people. I'm trying to phrase it as delicately as I can. Um, I don't know. I I guess I kind of assume. I guess that like people of other religions would know. I I think about like. Jesus and stuff. I don't know. Um, I don't think it has anything to do, do, do with religion here. I feel like it's just like Dinjarin may have just heard like some rat rebels in a bar something a couple of years ago just say like "May the force be with you." I, I I think I'm definitely like reading too much into it. Um, what next? What next? Um. So apparently that uh, ship from last season, where, where they were hol holding Quinn, uh, that ship was called the Both. That ship was called the Bothan Five. I really like the Bothans. I, I think it's one of like my my favorite le le legend stories. Now, please keep in mind I haven't read a ton of legend stuff, but I've always really loved like the Bothans things. I've written like some Bothan fan fiction and things like not bad fan fiction, just like an actual story. And it's like a movie and stuff. So I really get that that Bothan call out. Um, get to, get to see Zero from Chapter Six. Uh, Dinjarin and the Frog Lady and Baba Yaga crash land on what planet is it? Cause that was the same planet, the exact same planet from Chapter One, The Mandalorian, from last season. Remember the the ice planet from the beginning of the series? Same one. Um, 
The plant is called Maldo Creus, and it can be seen as the as the coordinates in the Razor Crest Navi computer. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. It's the same plant from the pilot episode. Um, just fun. I I really like that. I, I really like that. So, crash land. Can't get out. Uh, Baba Yaga eats eats more of the kids. Not cool, dude. Um, so, anyway, Mando gets to work on fixing the ship, and Frog la Lady goes off to find warmth, and she comes across, like, a, like, a spring, and she gets in, and Bob Yaga wants to go and eat more of the eggs, but Mando's like, no, 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 you can't do that, dude. So he goes, and there's, like, a bunch of spider eggs, a bunch of spider eggs, and he goes to, you know, pick one up and eat it. I've, and, like, all the spiders come out of the cave, all Harry Potter style. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was a reference to uh, some unused Ralph McQuarrie artwork for the Empire Strikes Back. I think that was supposed to be, like, the original thing for the Wampa. Again, I don't know. I haven't read, I haven't looked at the original, like, Ralph McQuarrie artwork. But I have a feeling that's what it was supposed to be. Um... Yeah, so I had speculated before I heard that news thing, that thing like um, about it being the same planet. I thought this was Ilum, uh, the planet from that Clone Wars episode with the kids like getting the lightsabers, and most re recently in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And by the looks of that trailer uh, for Lego Star Wars, it seems like we we will be seeing Ilum in that as well. So uh, I speculated that like. The, since the force is just so so strong with Ilum, maybe it had kind of influenced like the creatures around it, the creatures that live there, making them more aware of the force and enhancing their midichlorian counts. So I think that, I, I think that'd be interesting. I think that could be really cool. If like, I think they I think that happened a bit in Legends, and we got it hinted at a bit in uh, the um, Age of of Rebellion special last year. We got a. I think we had a bit of a hint of that. Um, there's a com there's a story in that comic of Yoda just right before Luke crashes there, um, and he's like hunting on Dagobah, and like he's just all the wildlife there. Just thinks since like Yoda's so strong in the Force, like been the other planets all strong, in the, like all the everything there all strong in the Force. Also, I don't know. Um, Looks look, look, look a lot like the spiders from that Rebels episode called um, they were on Adelon. Thing that thing that episode is called uh, the Mystery on Chopper Base. I think it's episode two twenty. Yeah, it sounds right. That's, that's episode two twenty of Rebels, straight, straight, streaming now on Disney Plus. Except those spiders have six legs and these ones had eight. Um, so. Frog Lady uses uh, her Jar Jar Binks tongue to uh, get her eggs in her clothes because she's in a hot tub to go and uh, get away from all of the spiders. Um, Dinjarin uses his flamethrower, which, like, why wouldn't he start with that? Like, dude, you gotta start with a flamethrower. Start with the flamethrower th on little ones. Seriously, dude. Um... Very reminiscent of the second Harry Potter film with 
Aragog in the forest and everything. Uh, if, if, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. It's not a big deal. Um, last moment before, like, the spiders... There's this, this great shot in the episode where, like, the Razor Crest is, like, about to take off. They're, like, about to take off. They're about to break through the ice. And then this giant spider just, like... And goes plop. <laughs> and then just, like, jumps down on the Razor Crest and just smash it into the ground. And that was just a... That was an awesome shot. I, I really, re I really enjoyed that right there. Uh, here's some blaster fire saving them, and a lot of people thought I saw online. A lot of people thought that was Bo Boba Fett, but me, who's seen every Star Wars movie a considerable amount of times, uh, knew those were the sounds of X-wings firing, and I'm like, oh, well, there, there are the X-wings. The super convenient to show up at right, just the right time, as things tend to happen. In the Star Wars universe, uh, we so the this guy, um, the new one, his name is Carson. Says that um, he went back to look at the uh, Bothan Five report, like the on ship like r security stuff, and show that uh, he tried to save Davin's life. You guys remember Davin? He was that uh, new Republic officer back from season one. Chapter 6, The Prisoner, played by Matt L L L Lanter, the voice of Anakin Skywalker in Star Wars The Clone Wars and briefly in Star Wars Rebels. And, um, the, and uh, Carson says, these are trying times. Just one more thing right there, I've talked about this a ton on Average Binger, of shows filmed in 2019, kind of predicting 2020. It's like, there's been so many commercials this year. I've been like, these are all trying times and everything. And so, I thought that was fun. I thought that was, uh, not fun, but you know, you know what I mean. Just funny that they called it out. So let's see the count now. Shows from 2019 that cult predicted 2020. We got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7. The Umbrella Academy Season 2. The Boys Season 2. The Mandalorian Season 2. We got four huge comic book shows filmed in 2019. That more or less predicted 2020. So those are all my notes on this episode of the Mand on this episode of the Mandalorian. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We we went like longer than the episode, but then again, we've only been talking about the episode for the last like 10 or 20 minutes. So, but still, thank you guys. Thank you so so much for checking out the podcast today. Um, I'm Drew Gretch. Instagram at Kid Commentaries Network, email MandalorianPodcast at gmail.com, and a website where you can find everything from the Kid Commentaries Network, KidCommentariesNetwork.com. Um, and our page on there, of course, is Tuscan Radio. We are Tuscan Radio Podcast. Thank you guys so much, so much for listening. I'm Drew Gretsch, and the Force will, will be with you always. This is the way.